Behind the Front Desk is sponsored by our good friends at Phaser Marketing. To put it simply, they are a digital marketing team for excavation companies. They work hand-in-hand with these companies to take over their web design, graphic design, social media management, and so much more. They strive to improve the image of the dirt world and all the great hard-working people within it. If you know somebody that wants to take construction business online, have them check out our website at phasermarketing.com. That's P-H-A-S-E-R marketing.com and take your business to the next level. Okay. Welcome back to Behind the Front Desk with the boys. Um... Ding, Z-Man, Reno. Big news, I think, is what we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. We're talking about um, the GOAT, Tom Brady. He's retired. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, very, very sad day. Yeah, I kind of hoped you would have came back just out of spite, but can you do? Well, I woke up this woke up this morning because I mean, obviously, we thought he retired like two days ago, but then there was rumors that oh my god, he might not be retired. So I got yeah. my hopes up again and got expectations for what was about to happen, and and then I woke up this morning. So the first thing I see is that he officially announces that he retired and quickly clicked on a video, saw that they were reading off like his Instagram post and went straight to his Instagram and read it. And... I saw it on Twitter. It was a bummer. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter at like nine o'clock. I like pulled it up, pulled out Twitter, hit it. And the first thing was like a photo of him. And it's like the like love symbol, which I thought was weird. And I like looked down, it was like 430,000 likes. I was like, well, I know what that is. Like, yeah, that's that sucks. Yeah. it's It still feels really weird. I'm not sure how I even feel about it, like, truthfully well, yet. Cause... You know, the, the, the unfortunate thing is the reason why I wanted him to come back is, A, it's always awesome watching Todd Brady, but, B, it's like he seemed – like he could still play like at a really high level. So it's like, I, it sucks oh, yeah. because it sucks, it sucks because you'd rather see like really great players go out while still being great. But you'd almost rather see like, a, for me, it's like, I'd rather see a great player give it like, like we're at the end. It's like, Ooh, it's like, eh, maybe he stayed a little too long, but he stayed, you know, that, that to me, like with Peyton Manning, it's, you know, he stayed way too long. And obviously at the end, he was not great. I don't think he should have done, gone that route, but I think he would have had at least a year or two to play. But I mean, I love I love the idea of Tom going out while he's still, like, the best. But I just, I, always, I literally always thought the way Tom Brady was going to be, like, carted off the field, basically. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought they were going to have to carry him off the field because, you know, like a really bad injury. And obviously, yeah. I, like, 
once you get higher up in age, it's going to be tougher to come back. I just assumed that's how it was going to go, but yeah, I guess he goes out in perfect health, might still win the MVP. Um, I think, uh, I think uh, Joe Burrow sold that up this weekend, but that's just me. That's for the regular season, though. No, but I mean, his regular season numbers were right along. He'll get comeback player of the year, but he ain't going to get MVP. Uh, I mean, his numbers were right up there with Rodgers and Brady. But they like, weren't as good. And he, Yeah, I mean, it was like literally like, Brady's one in, in a number of categories, but Burrow's number one in a lot of categories. Rodgers only led the cat- one category. It was quarterback rating, but it was Burrow and Brady who led every other rating or every other category. So it's not like he didn't have a great year. He had a well, I'm not saying he didn't have a great year. I just, there's well, just, I don't see any possible way Burrow wins MVP. Well, I, I think so. I mean, you look at a team that won four games last year. And yeah, def- which is why he'll get a comeback for sure. Oh, no, but definitely shouldn't have won their division when your division has the Cleveland Browns and the Ravens, who are both top to bottom better rosters than your team. You know, yeah. you look at that, and then it just you look, he beat he beat Patrick Mahomes. You know, it's you look at the games he's had, you know, he had the best two game stretch all year. You, you start doing yeah but like again that. though that's regular season Mahomes was playoffs no he beat Mahomes in the regular season did they he play each other this year oh yeah he threw for 460 yards on him and then the week before he threw for like 530 on on uh who was it he threw uh I think the Ravens he went ham on the Ravens I mean you just look mm-hmm. at things like that like it's not I, I don't I think, think he is I don't think he'll win but I mean I, I I would hope that he would win just considering how good of a season he had and on the team he's on. Because I think if you put him on the Packers, the Packers are still winning 12 games. I think mm-hmm. if you put Rodgers on the, the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't think he deserves it or that statistically he's up there. I'm just saying just with – I mean, you know how the NFL is. Yeah. Rodgers and Brady are number one, number two. It's It's one of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not saying I agree with it or that's how it should yeah. be. I'm just saying that, like, there's just – it's that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is – It is. Again, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that's all he was saying. I was just saying it's oh, what oh. it is. Oh, I thought you were saying something else. I was just going to say, I mean, you look at the other players who possibly could have won it, there's only really three people who are even remotely close to being in the running. And it is those three. Like Jonathan Taylor. Um, if they would have yeah, Cup again with Cup, you could make the argument. It's like, well, look at the team he's playing on. Like Odo Beckham did terrible mm. in Cleveland. He comes there and yeah, has six TDs in nine games. You know, yeah. you can be like, Well, that's it's definitely possible someone else could have replicated it. I would I would love to see Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor win it. Uh, I don't think they're going to give Taylor it because he did not no. do the, the last two games. No, I just – it's more so about just wanting to see a change of pace of MVP is almost automatically QB. I want to see it go yeah. back like when Adrian oh. Peterson won in 2012. I want to see like other positions actually have a, a chance at it. The, 
the person who probably should have won it most recently, not, who was not a QB, is probably Christian McCaffrey. Because yeah, like his fresh or his rookie year. Uh, I think. Or are second, you thinking like? I think second year. Second year. I think two years ago, because he had a thousand, he had like fifteen hundred rushing yards and like eleven hundred receiving yards, and he had. Well, it's yeah. Well, you know, it's weird won't... because like MVP could be a QB who just had a great season. But in order for any other position to win it, they basically have to break every a historical season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really just, it's dumb. Well, and I understand the idea, the idea is like who is the most valuable player, like generally it's a team. Yeah. So, you know, again, if you take, you know, if you do like, if you look at Rodgers, it's like, if you put Jordan Love in there, it's like, what's that team doing? Maybe seven games, maybe mm-hmm. winning seven games. You know, it's like Brady. Again, you take out Brady. It's like, what's the team doing? Maybe seven games? Who knows? Oh, they're having a better record without Brady. We'll see next year. (laughs) We'll see. Truthfully, though, I feel like, you know, I agree with Zeman with either like Cooper Cup or not Jonathan Taylor, but I think Debo Samuel should be like. Oh, Debo definitely should be up there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's. Like that's that is the one thing I said to my dad after watching the games. I'm like, it's pretty obvious. Debo Samuel is a top ten player in the NFL, mm-hmm. and it's it's weird. And obviously, he's dual threat. Yeah, it's like it's weird though. They don't like. No one really is like, oh, he does all everything for him. It's like he would be the best player on ninety nine ninety nine percent of the league. Like he's basically doing what Taysom Hill has been doing for years, but he's actually good at it. I mean, Taysom Hill's not terrible. No, don't ever say, don't say anything good about it. It's just, it's just, I hate him. It's just Devil Samuel gives you 1,500 receiving yards, Mm -hmm. nine TDs, then he gives you 450 rushing yards, six TDs, and then he also throws three passes and somehow throws two touchdowns. You know, Mm -hmm. it's things like that. It's like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. Debo Samuel is honestly, if there was going to be a player who should who deserves it the most, it would be Debo Samuel for me because I think he. It's is hard to ab- disagree with. I think he's the absolute heart and soul of the 49ers. Like, doesn't matter. Well, that yeah, they, they have Joey Brosa. They have, I mean, they have great players, but they have they great have players at all kinds of positions except for one QB. Uh, hey, Jimmy Grappolo didn't lose that game. That's... No, I'm not saying he lost the game, but he no. didn't do that much to help him. Uh, you know, the he played then... he played really good in the first half, and then the whole 49ers team kind of fizzled in the second yeah. half. You know, it's even sadder too, as I even said it was like 17-7. I go, uh, how the 49ers are playing? Rams have no chance. Literally lost after that. Literally started losing. Yeah. It's like, well, that's you know, I guess so too. I guess 49ers are already looking at trade like ideas for Garoppolo. Uh, I mean, like different packages. I mean, they, they, like, I think he's included on that season. too, like on figuring it out. What'd you say? Yeah. I mean, they were planning on trading him before the offseason, yeah. even. Uh, Buccaneers. That is the team. If I was Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like, give me the Buccaneers. I'll take Mike Evans. I'll take. You know, it's like I'll take Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, you know, Cameron Brado, OJ Howard, Chris Godwin. Well, he's that free agent, but not, so yeah, we'll yeah, you don't think he'll stay. 
because I'm depends. pretty sure he's like a number one priority for the Bucks to yeah, resign. It depends on who the QB is. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he really wants to stay if it's Kyle Trask, but if it's Jimmy G, a guy who who shows he can win. Same thing with Gronk. A lot of people think Gronk's going to retire, but if they trade for Jimmy G, I think he might. You know, he's familiar with Jimmy G. He knows him. I would I would lean towards him retiring, but it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't retire and played a year with Jimmy G. If they I could see him playing another year. Yeah, the other team. I mean, the one team that I don't think would they would trade. But I mean, is it not weird that Aaron Rodgers is possibly hanging out? And it's like, what's a team absolutely ready made who just came off a Super Bowl within the last three years? It's like Tampa Bay. Like, obviously, the the Packers would never trade him to Tampa Bay. But if I was Aaron Rodgers, it's only want to go to two teams or three teams, 49ers, the Broncos, or Tampa Bay. Every other team I would not go to. Yeah. I'd like to see him go to the 49ers. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a team, you know, you, you look at a team that – could win right away a team that speed them three times you know in his playoff career um i don't know i just i think if the 49ers are smart or jimmy g's smart i mean he tries to go to one of two teams. i mean who knows why why couldn't they switch jimmy g with rogers why couldn't they just flop him i mean i don't think i don't really think the packers want to do that because you're it's a in you know it's an in-conference rival but at the same time, though, it's like you still get a pretty good QB, you know, back. More than likely, the 49ers are going to give you whatever you want in draft picks. Same thing with the, you know, the Bucks. It's like if, depending on who they get, who Rodgers would be traded to, you know, they're going to give you what you want for the most part. It just, who do you want to trade them to? And it's pretty much the Broncos. It's about the only team they want to trade them to. But at the same time, it's like if the draft package or the package for the other teams is better than what the Broncos give, why would you not trade them? You know, that's just the way I look at it. It's really hard to imagine like Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl again, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I actually don't see him winning again. But I mean, if I feel like he only wants to go to a team that has a chance to win. And it's like, you look yeah. at it, his team hasn't been in the Super Bowl in 10 years. The two yeah. teams that I, have been in the Super Bowl, Buccaneers and the 49ers over the last two, you know, three years, both teams. Yeah. You know? I truthfully, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up much for Aaron Rodgers at this point. It, here's my thing. If, if you knew he was going to play, let's say three years for you, I would. But if it was like a situation where he's like, yeah, I'll come there. It's like, well, how long are you thinking? Like at least two, at least this year. It's like, mm, I wouldn't then. But if you knew somehow he was going to play longer than even two years, yes, I would. Again, it's Aaron Rodgers. You need, you know, especially like someone like Tampa Bay right now. It's like, you have no one. You need someone. And it's like two, two years of Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you go with that over possibly Kyle Trask for the next two years, you know? I don't know. I mean. Yeah, but 
I mean, like, you know, Tom Brady, you would give up your future almost just for one year of him, you know, yeah. still at this point, as where it was Rodgers, you can't really give up much for him because you don't know if he's going to stay and he's not yeah. proven to really make anybody better lately. He's just cool. And that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you would, you would for sure, like for me, if I was a GM, I would have to, like, I would have to know barring major injury. Are you staying at least three years? If he was like, yes, I guarantee it. You know, I promise you, I will stay three years, which again, that's very hard to, very hard to be able to prove because two years down the line, you'd be like, well, I want to retire. There's yeah. that but if there was a way to be like, to pretty much guarantee he's going to be there three years, I probably would. Because I mean, you have to figure he's still possibly MVP level right now. You know, he can continue it for at least two years and Let's say that that third year, he's eighty percent of what he is now. You know that's still pretty good. That's twenty-seven touchdowns and you know, let's say five picks. Like that's a pretty good, pretty good stat line for a year. Is it absolutely great? Not really, but I mean, it's definitely better than a lot of other QBs. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah be interesting over the next like two months three months the only, the only positive to me with tom brady retiring is that now like now maybe i can actually pick a a team in fantasy An just, team. just on uh like a team my team in fantasy i can actually pick a team with maybe not my heart is <laughs> I always sacrifice my fantasy team basically every year to take Tom Brady in the third round. So yeah, uh, but see, that's the thing though is even though you I'm did that open. every year, it didn't hurt you that much. I mean, you literally won it two years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's, or what three years ago? It, yeah, three years ago now. Yeah, three years ago, you literally did that. You picked him third round and you still won. The year after that, playoffs. This year, playoffs. I mean, it's not like it hurt you that much. No, but now there's not as much, like, stress yeah. on it. I can, like, just – now draft night is going to be just fun. But So here's always... here's a real question for you now then, though, because obviously Tom's done. Do yeah, you go back to, like, in the Vikings, or do you choose a team that you actually – like, this is your team now that you are rooting for? Like obviously you, know, you were kind of a, you became kind of a fan of Burrow. Are you gonna become a Bengals fan until he's traded or is retired or what? <laughs> like what what you what's know, your plan with this? You know, I might have to take it day by day and just uh, <laughs> you know, I'll know when the moment's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know, honestly. I just like I I love Joe Burrow and I ah man. But I like, said, are I like, you going to be because obviously you're kind of high up on 49ers or were until they lost. But like, since you're in that area, are you going to become a fucking 49ers fan? I hope not. I mean, I mean, I could either basically become a Chargers fan, a Rams fan or a 49ers fan. Ooh. Some pretty good teams. Um, Not the Rams, though. That's that's just way too bandwagon. -y. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I like the yeah. Chargers, though. Chargers, yeah. I mean, personally, Herbert's you know, fun to watch. They are. They're very fun to watch. The the one thing is, you know, how everyone was saying, like, well, Josh, uh, Josh Allen's, you know, the actual obstacle in the AFC for 
Kansas City. It's like, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's going to be number nine from Cincinnati. I mean, you could still keep Allen up there as like, yeah, just, I just, a, I, just one I mean, of two big blockades that you're going to yeah. have to go through either the Bills or the Bengals. You're going through one of them. Or the Chargers, depending on what happens with Broncos yeah. this year, depending on what happens with the Chargers. With I mean, you, you look, the AFC has all the great young QBs. The NFC is the old person's division. Yep. And now old people now, and mediocre QBs. That's the mm-hmm. NFC. Yep. Guys, you you have no idea about. Good old back. Yep. Mediocre at best. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's good. It's just you know uh, he's good. If he like if he can play to consistently, he's a great QB. This year's he doesn't, and who the hell knows why. Uh, you could still write this year off to becoming like you know coming back from injury, so you could yeah. still write it off for like at moments he still might be a little nervous in the pocket or something. But I mean, he if you watch, he definitely is. Because even because even Tom Brady when he came back from his knee injury that the following like season he was still he wasn't himself for like a full year or so. Yeah, you never know. Maybe I know it's, just, it's hard to say that though at the same time because at the same point now granted his injury wasn't as gruesome as Dax but Joey Burrow also went out for the season and he had a horrible offensive line the year before. Yeah, he comes so back and it's still, still not that good, though. but yet he's still it's better, but it's still not that great. He's granted, maybe they though. just picked up, maybe they just had an off few Fun. years and they picked it up and are just really kind of in there or really getting going now. But I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I, I is, mean, I, I hope to chalk it up to simple. Just, he's still just trying to get back in that rhythm from a gruesome injury. I hope so. I also, and I still don't think you have a good coach. Well, you know, that's true. why I would, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of McCarthy, but I, I don't think he's <laughs> horrible. But no, it, would, horrible, it would but... be nice to have Sean Payton somewhere on that team. <laughs> Maybe and not necessarily his head coach, but it'd be nice to have him there. Just and not I don't know. an offensive analyst, yeah. Definitely. Well, considering that they were willing to pick up Ben McAdoo. All right. Thankfully, he's gone from that staff. No, what I'm telling you is I don't think he would settle for anything other than head coach. No, I don't think he would either. I just it'd be nice well, to have him. Well, the Do only, I think there's that big of a difference? Yeah, not entirely, but the the one I thing think I there would, would say, be. Oh yeah, but I, it, absolutely there. The one thing I would say though about Dak too, though this year you look at it, his offensive line was hurt a lot of the year, like overall hurt. So I mean, well, the I, thing is, his offensive line is like you just said, it was hurt a lot of the year, but they're also. I mean, obviously, three, four years ago, that was the number one offensive yeah. line in the league. And it's slowly going down. You lose Travis Frederick, Hall of Fame center. Yeah. Zach Martin. Zach Martin still. I, he's not really can't do anything wrong. Yeah. yeah. Tyron I mean, Smith is still doing pretty good, but he keeps getting he, he can't stop getting hurt. Yeah. Every every three quarters, it's a neck injury. And they're just, it's slowly diminishing. I don't know. I just know I hate them. Cowboys? 
Yeah, I hate them. Uh, yeah, it's a very tortured fan base. <laughs> but I mean, just thank God, just just be happy you're not like, you know, a Vikings uh, fan, Vikings fan, a Lions fan, a you know, well, Jacksonville what was, fan. What was the thing I saw? I think yes, either yesterday or today, but because obviously Stafford's in the Super Bowl. Halftime show involves Eminem. Yeah, yeah. It's the closest that Detroit Detroit's ever been to a Super Bowl with Stafford is, and Eminem yeah. there. Which is sad because you yeah. look at some of the players they've had. It's like, God, mm-hmm. it's sad. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I really don't care. I guess who wins the Super Bowl this year, Stafford. Stafford would be it'd be cool if Stafford could finally get a ring. And if Joe Burrow could kind of start his runoff with just a win right away in the Super Bowl, it would be really sweet too. So I mean I'm, there's I'm a lot okay of people that deserve one. rings, but so I'm you just know, I'm really hoping for a good game, honestly. The, the only reason why I don't want to see the Rams win is because I think it incentivizes the how how they've built their team, the Madden type. You know how everyone does it when yeah. you start a franchise, where it's like you take everyone you can, you turn off salary cap for two years, load your team up, turn it back on later. You know, like that's my only issue is you when you do that incentivizes every other team, which again it's in the rules, so other teams should be doing it, but it kind of it kills a place like Detroit, it kills a place like Jacksonville, a place unfortunately like Cincinnati. You know, it kills all yeah. those places that just struggle to get free agency free agents to start off with and then it's like well why wouldn't i go to tampa bay when they have 12 guys who have made a pro bowl in the, over their career and they've picked up three guys who are definitely hall of fame track like why wouldn't i want to go play with them it's like why would i want to go to detroit you know like that's my only issue is it kind of kills the teams that unfortunately can't compete with those teams you know and yeah. money and the location so that's a big issue for unfortunately like a place like like detroit a who wants to live in detroit but b it's like the franchise kind of struggles when it comes to money and you know the culture and whatnot but well it's kind know. of what happened like in the nba where people just started building you know the super teams and then now the league is i don't know it's not as interesting as it used to be because now there's super teams and then there's like the Timberwolves who have, you know, yeah. a couple good players, but nobody's ever going to go there. And, you know, the good players they are going to leave after yeah. their contracts are up. And Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, the, that's the unfortunate thing about when, when you have a team like the Rams win is that it incentivizes players who are, it's like, I'll take a, a one-year deal to go play with this team. But then it's like everyone's doing that. And it's, I don't know, I think it just kills the parody of the league because realistically, Detroit shouldn't be terrible for so long. Like Detroit should be a, a fine team at some point. Like same thing with Jacksonville. Jacksonville shouldn't be, shouldn't have one year where they break through. And then the six years before that, they're terrible. And the six years after that, they're terrible. Same thing with Cincinnati. They shouldn't have 10 years of pretty terrible. And let's say this year of grade for whatever reason they struggle the next three years but you shouldn't have that you should have it where teams somewhat can keep their success going you know 
that's just the way you know unfortunately it, it's made to be but second of all it's how it should be you know yeah it is just kind of crazy that i don't know if, if it starts to go that way though then it cuts back on like you know team rivalries and there's already barely any left in the league i don't i can't really think of any that are like super i would say honestly i, I would say know. the only the only two that i think are when you look at tend to be pretty strong all the time like the teams play each other very hard are the Steelers Ravens. That's the only yeah. only two teams that I really think play each other hard. You know, you look at it, unfortunately people always bring up like the Giants Cowboys. It's like, well the Giants have sucked. The Cowboys don't play that well always. Well it's and, it's like it's like Cowboys versus any team in the NFC yeah. East at this point. Well exactly. You know, it's like either one team's dominating the other or one team is terrible. And, it's a hard rivalry and fought game between like in terms of if you ask like the fans, but you ask any other fan yeah. of the league that's not a fan of those two teams, it's like, well, you have one team that's a pretty decent team versus a shit team, and that's yep. how it's been for a long time. Yep. When it was when it was Romo versus Manning, it was pretty fun. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But, but no, both have been, been out for five, five six, six years, years now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, both have been out five, six years now. You had the one year of the one or two years of uh, Wentz and Foles that were, you know, that as much as I hate to say it, we're good, but you know, it's. Well, and you look at, you look at a, a, a natural rivalry from pretty recently, you know, just eight years, you know, seven, eight years ago, the 49ers Seahawks look at both teams. Now Seahawks aren't even in the league of the 49ers, which is sad because the Seahawks have won a Super Bowl this decade or not this decade, but within the last decade, you know, you look at that, it's like, God, it's so weird. Like the Seahawks don't even feel like a, a normal franchise. They literally f- kind of feel like Detroit right now, just with a all thin QB. Which is what the lions were. It, yeah. It, well, exactly. It's, you know, it's like, you yeah. think about it, you're like, what the, like, it just, I don't know. The NFL with rivalries. Again, I think it's because they get paid so much where, a lot of the guys, again, with the defense not being as, you know, teeth out, take your head off constantly. I think a lot of guys. Oh, yeah, it's, it's softer now. Yeah, they become, you know, more friendly because it's like, hey, you know, I'm not going to take your head off to deprive you of making 15 million, you know, in the next two years. Just like I don't expect you to take my knees out on a, you know, on a blocking play. You know, it's you have that little more understanding where let's say even 12 years ago, 15 years ago, it was a little more like, hey, you come across the middle. I'm going to take your head off, but if I don't, you're going to blast me in the knees on this block. You know, that's it's kind of changed in the NFL. I, I know a lot of people are happy because they like offense, but even with, like, the overtime, what a lot of people are saying is that the league has gone full offense, but it might start to swing back defense where – those hits that they wouldn't allow might start to creep back in, you know? I, I hope so a little bit. Like, do you ever well, just go back and watch, like, early 2000s, 90s, 80s football games at all? Oh, yeah, it, of course. It, they're so much more fun to watch than the games nowadays. And, and I mean, the, the, unfortunate thing, the unfortunate thing is, it's just 
at that time they were just unsafe because they would blast in the nose. I mean, oh, they yeah, would, you you know, if you could have that level of hitting without it being reckless and possibly dangerous to both people, I think you should allow it. But the issue is, is you get too close to the head, it's shoulder on shoulder. They're pretty quick to throw a flag, and now, now your team instead of dislodging a, a critical pass in the fourth quarter, you just gave up. 20 yards you know and it's a targeting call or i don't think they even have targeting quite yet anymore but it, it hamstrings your team so a lot of players you know i feel kind of ease up on it because they know it's like hey if i make a mistake here we might lose our game and it might be my fault because i tried to take the qb's head off you know mm-hmm. i don't know there just has to be some type of happy medium there that that they could achieve but I feel like there might be like a budding rival between Allen and Mahomes and the Chiefs and Bills, though. Yep, I, I feel I like mean, that I, could be something. I do, I do, I do think that they have a pretty good chance. Kind of similar to the to the Colts and New England, but the only issue though is the reason why that was such a rivalry is because they played each other 2001, 2002, 2003. And then 2004 is when they got the new teams and they realigned all the the divisions. So they kind of had those three years to build into it, playing each other. And then when they got rid of it, it's, you know, obviously they only played the, each other in the the playoffs, essentially. So it amped up the, the level of it. But I don't know. I mean, it's just they, you have to make it where it was like the 70s and 80s where you knew, it, you know, certain teams disliked each other and they would fight. And I mean, obviously no one wants to see a pull-up brawl, but you want to see it a little more testy than some of the games that you see. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But you just want to see a little bit more like pat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, like, mm-hmm. and you want to see like, you, you don't always want to see a smile and like a hug after the game or anything. You want to yeah. see like, you know, possibly some shoving, you know, people pissed yeah. off, but you, you, you want to see yeah, a little you, bit of that. You want to see the, the actual emotions. A, a lot of yeah. time, you know, I, I hate to say it, you, you see where it's like the quarterback, you know, quarter, quarterbacks will come out, they'll shake hands, but you know, damn well, the one who, you know, like Josh Allen, he's going to be, you know, hey, what can he do? It's a great game. They got the coin toss. There's something we should do. But realistically, you want to see him run off, run off, not shake anyone's hand and be like, that's bullshit. Like, we should have gotten that ball because there was no chance they would have stopped us. You know, you want to see yeah. him say that. Is he going to say that? Absolutely not. But you want to see him say it. Yeah. You know. You, want, you just want to see a little bit more, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Motion. Like, like you know, anger. like not even like Ten years ago and stuff, and like Richard Sherman and like the Seahawks were chirping everybody, and you know that interview after they beat the 49ers and mm-hmm. you know shit like that, where he got in Tom Brady's face, and you want to like see that more passion. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just you just want to see where guys don't don't use kid gloves. That's that's the thing. I feel like a lot of guys, regardless of who they are, the team they're playing, they kid glove everything. You know, it's like. Well, that's a great team over there. It's like, no, you can be frank. Like, that team sucks. We're, we're going to kick them in the mouth come Saturday, and we're going to go home. We're going to go home, and we're going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, you want to see that. No one's yeah. going to do it because 
that's just how it works. But, you know, it just, that's just, uh, it's one of those things that it's missing. Yeah, like, you want to see, you want to see, like, the stuff, like, last year in the Super Bowl where, you know, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr.'s doing the peace sign mm-hmm. in Tyreek's face. And so you want to yep. see that stuff where, mm-hmm. like, where it gets people's blood boiling. Yep. Yeah. That's the, that's the best stuff. It is. It is. I mean, it's just, it's funny. I, I don't know what I was doing. What was I doing? Either It was either today or last night. But I was looking through, like, the previous champions and just kind of the, the history of the Super Bowl. And I started looking at it, and it's like, Jesus. Like, eight or nine teams have dominated, dominated to get to the Super Bowl, like, crazy amount of times. But you look at it, it's like, all those teams had rivalries. You know, the 70s, it's like Cowboys had rivalries with the the Colts. The, the Dolphins, the Steelers, the, you know, the 49ers. You look at it, it's like, wow, the Steelers had rivalries with the Broncos, the the Colts themselves, the Dolphins, the Raiders. You know, you look at that, it's like, wow, they had major rivalries. The 80s, again, it's like 49ers had it with the Giants, they had it with Washington, same thing in the AFC again. They didn't win a lot. You look at it, it's like every AFC, AFC team at a rivalry, you know. Shit, even in the nineties, Cowboys and Bills. Oh yeah, Cowboys. Four years Bills. straight. I, Cow- I like Cow- Cowboys, 49ers, Bill Bills, you know, you just you look at it and it's like it's like what ha- like why is that not here currently? There is no real rivalry. And it's again, it might be because if you really look at the last like 20 years, there's been a lot of parody. Other than when Tom Brady's in the the league, like it's you put in New England, and then every other team generally is like a new team or a team that's been there like once or twice. But you take out Tom Brady, it's a lot of like new newer teams facing each other. So I just don't think you build that that historic rivalry. And unfortunately, it sucks because I feel like the game is much better when two teams hate each other because they face each other four times and in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl, you know, or they face each other two times to get to the Super Bowl, but four times over the last five years. It just, I think it builds the league up, but. Hopefully we're kind of looking at that, you know, obviously with the Chiefs and the Bills and then, you know, maybe the Rams and the 49ers and I don't know, maybe we get, maybe we start to see a little bit more, maybe the Bengals and I don't know, you know, maybe the Ravens finally got to get going again. That's, start getting that's... some of those those teams and start putting them against each other a lot more and hopefully we can get yeah. some some good storylines and yeah I, but... yeah but who knows i mean it just going forward with unfortunately with tom being gone i think it makes i think it makes a lot lot different league wise because now i feel like you take you take out a team unfortunately in tampa bay as of right now you kind of take out a team and it's like, who could take their spot as, like, a top contender? And it's like you start looking, and it's like, well, who could be a contender possibly next year if the, the Buccaneers, unfortunately, don't get someone who kind of matches Tom Brady? It's like, I don't know. That's just just something I kind of was thinking about today. But It's going to be interesting to see because it's, it's kind of like when, you know, it's like taking Michael Jordan out of the NBA and then, 
you know, expecting like all the same like rivalries and the same kind of outcomes to kind of keep happening. But they, you know, the league has been kind of run by Tom Brady for the last 20 years. Yep. Even with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and all these guys there, Tom still, his legacy and stuff overshadows all of them now. Oh, it's, not, it's, not, even, like, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I, you you look at it, it's like, his legacy outshadows all of them combined, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one who I really think is able to kind of, unfortunately, stand out from all of them is Peyton Manning again, but I think it's because they had such a great rivalry and he did beat Tom Brady a few times to, you know, to get to the AFC title game, to get to the Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl. So I, I think he has a little bit better claim to, you know, he has the ability to kind of stand out apart from Tom. But I, I don't, unfortunately, like you still, you think about the 2000s until now. It's like, you kind of think Tom, you like, especially quarterback wise, the first person I see is Tom Brady firing a fucking pass at Foxborough. And it's, january to get them to the super bowl you know that's what you think yeah i mean basically tom had all the rivalries left in the left in the league as you know like when he rivalry with peyton manning going he had a rivalry with eli manning and the giants and then he had rivalries with like the eagles and you know like he he was really the only one left that had like rivalries still going otherwise everybody else is just kind of I can't think of anybody who Aaron Rodgers really has a rivalry with. I mean, the Vikings, but that's just NFC North. That's only for people around, like, that are in that division. I mean, he obviously has a really cares. very one-sided rivalry with the 49ers. Yeah. One-sided being all 49ers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's not a rivalry, though. No. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're just, even when, like you say, Packers, Vikings, it's really tough when a when a team isn't that good, it, you know. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Unfortunately, like it's really hard to be like, "Wow, this this game's great," or "That's a great rivalry." When it's like, "Well, they're not that team's not doing anything." Like that team has the no Vikings. Chance. If the Vikings had like a franchise quarterback, if they had somebody like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. then that would be probably a really like good rivalry, but. Yeah, the Vikings are just the Vikings, and well, I mean, you like I would even say like look at look at Detroit even like Detroit and Green Bay. Detroit beat them both times this year, but you don't think of it as a good rivalry. Like going into next year, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, I can't wait for that Detroit Packers game. You you wouldn't just because you don't assume Detroit's going to do anything. Like they might beat them, but you wouldn't assume that Detroit's going to do anything next year. You know, yeah. like, not like when you assume like even doesn't matter who's in uh, Pittsburgh or Baltimore, you always know the game's going to be chippy and there's going to be, you know, some huge plays made and yep. you know, people possibly getting hurt. And yep. And yeah, I, I was, think that probably has a lot to do with their head coaches, though, too. More than yeah. the players. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And the style. I mean, obviously Pittsburgh's known as a it's a defense and run game type type location, and the Ravens are also a defense orientated you know franchise. You know, you look at most of their their 
Hall of Fame guys or soon to be Hall of Fame guys in their their defense. Same thing with the the Steelers. I mean, they'll have offensive guys, but what's their bread and butter? It's defense, you know. I just I I don't know. I mean, I think I think an A has to do with a lot of the the organization culture, and then you look and it's like you you look at the head culture, the head coaches, but then you kind of just look at everything else and it's like you can kind of figure out who who would be a rivalry like the Rams and 49ers. Well, they both have offensive coaches. Their defenses are awesome, and so you think about it, it's like they just have nasty ass defenses where it's like they're going to punch the other offense in the mouth, and if they're punching each other in the mouth, you know damn well it's probably going to be pretty chippy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that is the problem, basically, in a nutshell with the league. is because, I mean, you're just saying that the 49ers and Rams could because they have good defenses, and that's what's kind of fallen out from the league is it's all about offense. So yeah. if there was if everyone had a great defense, the league would be a lot more rivalry because that's where it all comes from is from defense. It doesn't come yeah. like from offenses really. No, oh no, because I mean offense is I hate to say it for the most part is a finesse part of the, yeah. the game. I mean it's a lot it's more... like the NBA. It's like can you how smooth can you be on offense and yep. how can you like score easily? Yeah. It, and with like obviously with the NBA, it's like, can you stick to your guy? Can you can you get in his face when he's gonna pull up from 30? Get can you protect the rim? It's like if you can do all those, you tend to have a pretty good good team, you know. Like that's just the way I look at it. I mean, I think obviously if they didn't hamstring the defense so much, I think you would see teams become a lot more chippy and a little more aggressive especially on both sides of the ball but i i think you would see rivalries explode and i actually think you would see some of the the lower end teams who might not be as talented possibly become really good teams because again you know the nfl is unfortunately based a little bit on intimidation and fear if you don't fear the other team's defense you're gonna go up and down on them all day but if you're afraid like Oh, they have a couple guys who could take our head off, you know, coming coming down the middle, or we're afraid that their fucking D tackle is gonna hammer our QB and break his shoulder blade, you know. If you don't have that fear, you act like it. Where if you have that fear, you're a little more apprehensive, you're a little more chippy because you're on edge, you know. Yeah. Come back to what Tom I was saying about earlier that like he really kind of beats everybody in the sense of that he kind of beat like time itself as well because there's no like it finally got to the point where like all quarterbacks before him it was like every year they were just waiting until he fell off and then now Tom's gotten to the point where nobody thought he couldn't do it anymore. And I think that might have even been a reason why he's not all in anymore, because I think nobody's doubting him anymore. So now he's just kind of like, well, there's nothing else to play for because he he's basically beat everybody and proven everybody wrong. And there's no there's nobody left to prove. Yeah. To anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing is even the pe- like people two or three years ago were like, you should retire. You should retire now. All today. Everyone's like, 
Well, you could still do it if you if you wanted to yeah. come back tomorrow and play two more years. Like everyone, even even the people who generally dislike him, all are just like, well, you know, if he if he wanted to keep playing, he could. Like, there's nothing we could do. Like, he he would have a chance to, and he'd probably be pretty good. You know. Since where no other quarterback ever gotten to that point. Because even with like, you know, Aaron Rodgers right now, there's still like, you know, can if someone wants to go all in for him, is he even going to be that productive for that long? Is he even worth it? You know, Ben Roethlisberger was garbage this year. You know, like he yeah. could barely do anything anymore, unfortunately. And, you know, just, you know, Drew Brees his last year, not good at all. Yeah. Eli Manning was completely a shell of himself towards the end. I mean, he was a shell of himself all but two years, but yes, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Eli Manning, I'm trying to think of like even who he'd be like relatable to, but it was just kind of like whenever the cards would be super stacked against him, he'd always win. But like as soon as he was a favorite to win, the whole Giants team would just fold. Yep. Oh, I I mean, he's – I hate to say it, he's the one quarterback who will win, who have had two Super Bowl wins, beat the MVP, beat an historic team, historic team, like all-time great team, but should not be in the Hall of Fame. And again, it's just, he was a very, you know, he's just a very average, mediocre quarterback for 90% of his career, other than when it came down, down to his team somehow got a wild card playoff and they somehow managed to get to the damn Super Bowl and they happened to face Tom Brady. Like, if you look at his career, he's just one of those guys where it's like, oh, you led the league three times in interceptions. You never led the league in any statistical category. You're top 10 and I think he's top 10 or top 15 in most categories for like QB, but it's like, you never were in the MVP discussion, from what I remember. It's like you—you you just weren't. He—he he didn't have a spectacular career. It just—he had a career where it's like he was good, but you know, there's a difference between like Hall of Fame good. He—he would have basically been. I mean, and he could have been like Tim Bradshaw if the Giants just had a better like organization and like kept the team around them good. Yep. Because, I mean, realistically. Because you know, Terry Bradshaw, his numbers are whew, bad. Nothing bad. that special. No, even bad compared to the people in the 70s. Yeah. Because he, like, he has the same amount of touchdowns as interceptions. Yep. And it's it's weird because even, like, I asked my dad, too. I'm like, I go, how good was Terry Bradshaw? And he's like, he's a good QB. I said, but is he... Like, how would you describe it? And he goes, man, he goes, you would have to have watched and play. He goes, but there were other QBs better than him. I'm like, oh, really? And he goes, he goes, let me tell you, he goes, especially in the 70s, he goes, better, better players, better QBs than him. He just had the right team with the right coach at the right time. He goes, in today's game, he goes, Terry Bradshaw would be like Jay Culler, guy who has a a fucking cannon of an arm, but man probably didn't make the right decision most of the time. But the thing with Jay Cutler is his team around him was never that great, where it's like Terry Bradshaw had 
arguably among the best teams of all time around him. So it's like, you know, you have a little more leeway with you have four Hall of Famers on defense and four on offense, and your backups are, you know, great players or very good players. So it becomes a little bit easier to fuck around and not worry about a mistake. But I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's weird to think about. There's not there's there's really no like choice between the guys of the seventies and today. Like the the QB today is way better. And Tom Brady's oh, the best. Not even close. <laughs> Tom Brady's the best. I mean the only guy the only guy who there's only about two or three guys who I would take from before 1990 or even 2000, realistically. And it's like Dan Marino, John Elway, um, like Warren Joe Moon. Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe, Joe Montana, like Warren Moon. I mean, it, there's, a, there's a few guys, but for the most part, it's like, you're going to, like, I'm going to take Tom Brady. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers, probably. Probably take Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. It's like, there's not many guys I've taken before that, or you know, and so it's just it's just wild to me that you think about it. It's like, it's like, man, QBs are much better now, but there's one who's head and shoulders above all the other good ones, and unfortunately, he yeah. retired today. Well, even with like Troy Aikman for Z Boys Cowboys, I mean, without without like the, I mean, without the around him I'm not sure he gets a whole lot done though because his stats were never great I don't even know if he no. ever threw over 20 touchdowns in a year he was always like oh it's just because he had a type top guy. three top top five for sure not by Isaac standards but top five yeah all-time running back a I, okay is it safe to say maybe a top 10 all-time receiver top oh, 20 no, he's top five for sure. Top five? Okay. Oh, yeah. Are oh, you yeah. sure? Do you want to make an argument for it? So oh, you shouldn't be below no, that? Oh, no. It's Mike Lurvin. Of course I'm not going to make an argument at top five. And Do I mean, you have a top five he makes the argument that running back and receiver? Yeah. You don't really need to be able to do too much at QB. All you got to well, do is throw it in their general direction for Urban, well, here, and he's going to come I mean, down for it. I, here's what I can tell you. I've came around a little bit more to the Evan Smith thing. To facts? Yeah. it's Well, it's not yeah. even that. Just like I, I kept trying to like find – like. I spent probably a good two days like looking to find if I could figure out someone who you could realistically like be like, well, you know, put them on the same team. And I was like, God, it's tough. Just tough. I mean, it's, you look at it, it's like, uh, with the numbers he put up, I mean, he was the MVP. And it, even in an era when running backs tended to not win MVPs, you know, you think about it, it's mm-hmm. like, it's hard, you know, you got to give him the props. Obviously, I still think he benefited a lot from the system, but oh, also, absolutely! I also think he helped the system a hell of a lot too. I mean, you know, that's but that's it's like Joe Montana. You know, Joe Montana definitely benefited from being in the West what? Coast offense, but damn, the West Coast offense benefited from having Joe Montana. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it, but it's just one of those things where, like you agree, or like you were saying you can just throw the ball up to one of those two or Alan Harper, or, you know, you throw it up to anyone who can somewhat catch it. You'll probably be fine on a team like 
Well, and like that, that was like goes along with like the whole thing. I don't know if it was Aikman that said it or whoever said it when the Cowboys played the 49ers, talking about when CD had, you know, one catch for how many yards in the game. You know, again, I don't know, remember who said it, but you know, if Michael Irvin's out there, he's got 10 catches by halftime. It was because that's it was it, it yeah. was Aikman then, yeah. Yeah, because that's what you had to do. Just toss it in his yeah. direction. He's coming down with it. Well, yeah, he's yeah. gonna come down with it over and over and over. Yeah, because like what Troy had said, he goes, he goes, let me tell you, he goes, if that was my 88 out there, he goes, he would have had about 15 targets ready, probably 10 catches, 110, maybe a touchdown or two. He's like, obviously, you don't have 22 back there. He goes, but you got 21 because mm-hmm. you got to figure it out. You've got 21 and you've got 20. Yeah, he's like, you like, got to figure it out. And so, I mean, you think about it, it's like, it's very true, though. It is you've you you had a receiver who would throw in the air, he's gonna come down with it, or if not, then let's give it to 22. He'll 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 get the first down, no issue. Let's just go yeah. back and forth. And oh yeah, Zeke is not who he used to be. I mean, every you that's they a straight fact. Him. They have to trade How, him and cut him. I I I like Zeke, but Pollard yeah. is better in every way right now. Yep. Pollard can catch, Pollard is more explosive off the run. I mean, like. At this point, it should be Zeke. This is this is the year right now. This coming year, this is it. I I, I give you a few games. You don't show me anything special. Welcome to trade deadline. At this point, I would do it beforehand. I, I just think, I just think you have to. I mean, unfortunately, no, I do too. It's like, a bummer, I, but well, and here's the thing: the only reason why I really believe that is this year should have been what you think next year should be yeah no you're you know, right it's yeah. like hey zeke get in the best shape you can you know which he did again, that was the thing like, too yeah it's like it's like zeke this is the moment where you can carry the team when Dak is obviously not playing that well it's like he's he's coming back from from an injury it's like this is the opportunity for you to prove that you were worth the what was it 54 million or something, something like that, that. Well, the thing was, too, when he's the first few games of the season, he looked good. Yeah. He was making some good runs. He wasn't getting super huge amount of yardage each run, but he was moving differently. He was exploding off the start. I mean, he was looking differently a little bit those first one or two or three games. And then also, nope, right back into that old way of just, yeah, fuck it. Put your head down. Try to go up the middle. Didn't work. There's half a yard. Back to it. And then a few plays later, you give to Pollard, who – Oh, there's eight, nine, yen, ten yard play over and over and over, but yet you give him the ball four times, and they go back to Zeke, who is getting half yard runs every single time. It's like, what, what, what is this now? I understand that you you paid him a lot of money, so you need to use him, but at the same point, like, please, I want to see you guys do good. That's all I want. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I would get rid of him, but that's just, I mean, that's just me. I, I think, unfortunately, he's, you're past the point where any, any unless he's going to run for 1,200 yards next year and 12 touchdowns and maybe have 55 catches and 450 yards and three touchdowns, it's like whatever he's going to do for you isn't good enough. Not for what mm-hmm. you're paying Get rid of him. Trade him to, to, trade him to another team. I mean, Trade him, trade him to a team that may or not may not necessarily need him, but they can put him in like that that Pollard role 
where he's yeah. he's not carrying the ball 25 times, he's carrying it 15. And he possibly can, you know, get get a thousand for the year and possibly move on to a chance to a different team, like you know, a team that's you know, free agency or whatnot. It's like you could trade him and not not kill his career, it just if you hold on to him, hold on to him, keep trying to do what you're doing. It's like you're gonna kill his career and no team's gonna want him. Uh-huh. Where now it's like a team looking at it could be like, well, you know, their offensive line kind of struggled. Their offensive scheme wasn't that great. Maybe, maybe it's just that. Maybe if we bring him in, we can re- resurrect this guy's career and get him to Pro Bowl level. You know, there's a lot of a lot of coaches who feel that way, but a lot of different players. Mm-hmm. Well, before we wrap things up on this episode, what is your guys's favorite Tom Brady? moment excluding the falcons comeback oh, god that's a, it's almost like you knew i was gonna say that <laughs> uh for me for me it would be it would be that that look right after malcolm butler's pick where it cuts to tom and he's looking up at the screen and he has that like primal ass like scream face it'd be either that or not it's for the Falcon Super Bowl but when they when that kid asked him like whose hero was. He His said, dad. Oh yeah. Those two moments would be the two moments that it's I a real remember. bummer that you just told that one because I was about to say it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Great like, moment. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just a, especially how he does it. He's like, my dad, and then he like pauses, and you can tell like he wants to elaborate, but yeah. won't because it's like pretty emotional. Like that. Mm-hmm. That is one of those moments where it's like. God damn, that guy's cool. Right. <laughs> God damn, he's cool. What do you got, Z-Boy? I just took just it. Said he, I, he just took it. <laughs> I was I was priming wow. that one up and wow. Snagged. Uh, I mean, oh. my moment, personally, I guess for me, would be actually... Well, now it's lucky that I was able to actually go to a game this past year to go see him because otherwise uh, he was retired now. So that would have been very uh, sad to not be able to ever see Tom Brady play. So now that moment is by far my favorite because to be able to see him on feet is uh, something that uh, I'll cherish forever, honestly, because it was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, that, that's the one thing I, I should have definitely tried to see him when he played the Vikings like two or three years ago. Should have definitely tried to do it. But I, I wanted to this year and just never never did. And it's like, well, possibly have next year. No chance for next year, but. Yeah, I was already like, you know, before the announcements came out and stuff, I was like, we need to try to make sure to get to another game this year because I don't know how many years he's got left and then yeah retired and i was like oh well at least i gotta go to one pretty sad but this is have to get tickets to this hall of fame ceremony now yeah i guess that's next or you know we'll just get him on the front desk that's the next yeah i mean we'll all be there we'll be hosting it oh okay i'm in on that (laughs) that'd be so cool no, I mean, it's just like you know, getting it. Go ahead, thing. 
Nope, no, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Uh, I really got nothing. So I was just, I was going to say something and then wasn't anything good. Well, I was going to just say, it would be, hey, just going. But if they're like, do you guys want to like MC this bad boy? It's like, do you want to give him the gold jacket? Yeah. Do you want to put it on him? Reno, do you want to put it on him? <laughs> like, where does the bus go? Where, which room? Uh, like, honest, do I get to choose who I'm by? Or do you want the bus? Yeah, I can just well, put that. Uh, by, you can put that at my house. I think they get one. I think they get one for their house. I think Hall of Famers so. get. I think they get. I know they get. They get a ring. They get the jacket. But I'm pretty sure they get like a duplicate bust. But obviously, the main one is in Canton. You know, I'm you sure know, they can have the option to get a bust made, or if not, and they really want it, they just can just ask whoever made it before to make another one. Well, I don't I, think I, the money would be an issue. I, I want to say they make duplicates because I think there are teams that actually have the, like teams get a replica bust, like to put at their, the, yeah, facility. for their like facility. The, I want to say maybe I'm incorrect on that one, but I want to say that is something that that teams have done. But yeah. All right. Well, do you, think, do you think they waive the five-year rule for Tom? No. Make no, him wait I, five years. It's it's gotta well, stay the same. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's I feel bad for whoever he goes in with though. Question is, like, is it unanimous? Oh you know. You know what they're gonna do, Tom Brady. Okay, next. Literally, it's how it will do. That's what they did for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning said Peyton Manning, and they didn't even vote on it. They literally said yeah. the same. No. They look. They like looked around. It's like, okay, uh, next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> same thing with same thing with Ed Reed. They literally like Ed Reed started reading off his thing, like off his career accomplishments. By then, they, they like looked around. It's like, okay, it's like perfect. <laughs> It's like, well, um, that's uh, it's all you need to know. It's with Tom Brady. It's like, so Tom Brady. It's like, perfect, um, awesome. It's like, great. I'm glad. Is that unanimous? Just want to clarify. It's like, oh, unanimous, perfect. Though they're probably, I'm sure, will, I'm sure they won't even yeah. say his name. It'd be, be like number twelve. Well, yeah, they'll just, they'll just know that he's eligible that year, so they'll just yeah. No, already they're probably already all right. The list includes bust. this person, this person, this person. Tom Brady's just first name on the list. He, they just don't even need to say his name. They know he's yeah. going. Well, I mean, like I said, I feel bad for whoever goes in with him. I mean, it's he's going to be overshadowed, unfortunately. Yeah. Or he's going to overshadow everyone, unfortunately. Yeah. Anything else, boys? Nothing, man. Anything uh, to button up, Z-Boy? Nope. Nope, I think we're good. Uh, we're good. Well, who, who, who do we got for Super Bowl? Who do, what are we thinking right now? Right now, it's a little early. Who are we thinking? Uh, give me Joe. I was going to say Bengals as well. I was going to agree. I'm too. okay with either one winning, but yeah. I'm not going to be butter. <laughs> Rams look good, but Bengals are just. Yeah, I don't have. They, they, should, I... they had a slow start, but once they got it going again, they, there was no stopping them. Yep. Okay. Well, we're all in agreement. Well, Let's see you next week if we are. <laughs> well, yeah. not next week. Well.
Yeah, next week. It's, well, no, but next Bowl. week is next week though is the week before. Like it'll be Super Bowl week. Yeah, but we won't. But we it can't be. We'll know next week. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like we'll know if we're all still on the same page for. Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how it meant. Okay. Oh. Well, that next week we'll try to we'll we'll get off sports for a week. Probably would be good. And then we'll probably get back on sports again. But yeah, we got the NFL playoffs for like three straight weeks, so we'll try to we'll try to get off it for the next following week. But yeah. um, thank you for watching, and and thanks, Tom. Yep. Thank you, Tom Brady. <laughs> thanks, Timmy. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.